Hey friends, it's Jesse. Jordan had to work this week, so we couldn't record a new Jordan Jesse Go. So instead, I thought I'd give you a special treat. The latest additions to MaximumFun.org are Stop Podcasting Yourself. Graham Clark and Dave Shumka are two of Canada's funniest podcasters. They're two of my favorite podcasters, and I think you'll really like their show. I picked out one of my favorite episodes. This one has our pal Scott Simpson from You Look Nice Today on it. There's so much crossover between our fan bases. You may have already heard Stop Podcasting Yourself, but if you haven't, give them a try. Uh, Give them a trial subscription. Listen to a couple episodes. I'm on their uh, upcoming episode. Um, It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. That's that's why we brought it into the fold here at Maximum Fun, and uh, I, I think you'll like it. So without further ado, here's Stop Podcasting Yourself. Hi, he's Dave Shumka. And he's Graham Clark. And together we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. Woo! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 94 of Stop Podcasting Yourself. My name is Graham Clark, and joining me, as always, is the man they call the original Teen Wolf, Dave Shumka. Yeah, yeah, I was before Justin Bateman. Jason Bateman? (laughs) Justine Bateman. Justine Bateman. (laughs) Correct. Um, Yeah. Wait, no, Michael J. Fox was before Jason Bateman. Yeah. Who was was in the prequel? Who begat Michael J. Fox? You. You're the original Teen Wolf. Taylor Lawler. Kid Teen Wolf, they called you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) In your pool playing days. Yes. Teen Wolf babies. (laughs) And joining us here on the podcast, uh, guest uh, up from the US of A, uh, a fellow podcaster of the You Look Nice Today podcast, and an avid Twitterer, and uh, just a real (laughs) all-around nice guy, I think. Uh, Mr. Scott Simpson is I asked our for, guest. I asked for pro-Twitter pro was what I asked for. Pro-Twitter. Yeah. Oh, pro, sorry. Pro, pro well, Twitter. don't worry. You say it. We'll edit it in over my voice. <laughs> sure. As if I said it. Pro-Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get to know us? Sure. Get to know us. So, Scott, how's it going? What's good, new? Good. What's well, um, it's really exciting for me to be here and... To be talking to you guys because uh, I really love your show and I'm a huge fan. We're a fan of your show as well. We should say we're one fan of your show. I <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think when I recorded this when we would be recording this together that you'd also be talking on the cell phone with your other ear. Yeah, and sort of one minuting me mm-hmm. the whole time. <laughs> like that's yeah. and stretch and wrap it up. Yeah, yeah giving that you those seemed, hands. I, I didn't know how busy you guys were. I guess I yeah. always figured you were just hanging out, palling around. I, I kind of give like dogs dog hand signals too. Yeah, you yeah. know, you sent me that that little like doggy sign language, mm-hmm. um, those PDFs beforehand. I didn't and know I, what I was the, supposed um, to do with those. The uh, Asian version of Kamir, where you <laughs> yes. put your your hand, your fingers sure. pointing down. That's also a, that's uh, also jellyfish in American yeah. sign and language, and it's also uh, limp wristy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dave and I run our own gay Asian dog grooming business. <laughs> yeah, so you'd be surprised how often. <laughs> so oh, I, and also a lot of our clients are deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you get a lot of um, a lot of uh, Greg Kinnear sidekick movie work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Oh my goodness! Sure. Enough already. I'm, yeah, I'm at the point of turning it down at this point because <laughs> I've got too much. Um, so, uh, Scott, you you are from is it California? Yes, I'm from the Bay Area in California. That's and right. 
uh, your wife, Canadian mm-hmm. by uh, yes. naturalization. Is that yes. what they say? Uh, by birth, I think. By they birth, say. I what believe. is naturalization? Um, I think that's after birth. I think that's oh, the, it's the after the, birth, the placenta, <laughs> the placenta. Okay, <laughs> that looks Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you. That's actually how you can tell if it's Canadian or not is the after birth. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that's that's Canadian. <laughs> so, there it is. Um, yes, uh, my wife is Canadian. She's from Calgary, Calgary, which is, Alberta. Yes. And I've uh, I've been there once. And yeah, it was just great. It was fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's fine. It it's is fine. fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's not post-apocalyptic. It's fine. fine. It's yeah. Fine. It's um, not like that that movie, The Road. You know, there's no. yeah, there's stuff. <laughs> you know, houses, plumbing. Yeah, there's a sure. place called Cowboys. Yeah, Jeremy Piven apparently hangs out there. If you follow his twittering, hmm. he is. Uh, he hasn't upgraded to a pro account yet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it pro twit or twit pro twit pro, pro quo <laughs> right i'll look into it um and uh so you're up here for the holidays yes up here for the holidays nice. um and very excited because i really enjoy vancouver it's a beautiful city mm-hmm. are you an outdoorsy type no. skier in fact no? that's, i i resent that about people <laughs> um, <laughs> there are people who are outdoorsy i resent that that's such a de facto Thing. That 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 you're allowed to just say, yeah, yeah, I hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I hike, and then I I, I like to to just do shit outside. Like that, that doesn't that's count as a thing. A hobby. I am. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. Like that that to me should be fringe behavior. Like the rest <laughs> of us should, like we should be inside, and and you know if you want to go outside, that can be like. It's like that should be like chess level of hobby. So, yeah, like, yeah. do you think like originally like hikers and stuff they were the weirdos, right? Exactly. And now they've kind of somehow brought society with them. How did that work? And you say Vancouver is a beautiful city, yes. But I feel like an outdoorsy person would uh, claim that more. I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah. like they yeah. May, maybe they, the beauty belongs to them a little bit more than it belongs to you. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like, go home. Like, it, well, it's beautiful take when you're not but pictures, here. leave nothing but footprints. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot of that in Vancouver. There's a lot of people who, and you'll see it if you walk around. There's a lot of people who are dressed as if a hike will happen. <laughs> like at any can point, you, can you do that? Can you? Can someone just call hike? Yeah, and then <laughs> We're everybody has to it's leave. A flash mob of hikers. <laughs> oh God, I got this test coming up. At fuck it, hike, hike. <laughs> Put on your polar fleece. Already on. Yeah, already on. Uh, you you'll see it a lot, and it's like um, you. I have like these kind of fantasies about these people. Like they're mm. just in town. Mm-hmm. Until the ranch gets, you know, until the fence gets I'm built. Sorry, I don't understand. You have fantasies about these people? <laughs> yeah, not erotic fantasies. <laughs> but I've, fantasies involving them owning a ranch? Yeah. Dave, <laughs> I've got a lot of mind freaks. He's got a, a, um, uh, a broad spectrum of fantasy. Yeah, yes. I'm not just, I don't, you know, just, what, what do you fantasize about? Oh. Outside is sexual. I don't want to hear about that. Oh, geez. Um,. Laziness. I fantasize about being lazy. Yeah. Uh, money. I fantasize about having all the money. Yeah. You having none. Me having none. I fantasize <laughs> about your failure. So you you fantasize about you being rich and me being outside pressing my face up against your window and it's cold out and you're warm, maybe burning money. Yeah, and I'm singing "It's Cold Outside" to myself. <laughs> you could have a servant sing it to you if you were that rich. Your fantasy stink. Mm. Oh, also I have perfect pitch. <laughs> Uh, how about you? Well, you, I, I was when you were talking about fantasies. I was realizing a moment that, ago. 
Yes. Uh, I, I was realizing that uh, I my sexual fantasies. Yeah. More and more. You know, of course, no matter how sexual your fantasy is, there's always a prelude. There's always a preamble that involves. Some oh, sort I of also setup. I fuck these hikers. Did I mention <laughs> that <laughs> on their ranch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should have said that part. Yeah. It helps it make sense. <laughs> Let's make goat cheese. But generally, you know, there will be some sort of there's some sort of setting, right? Right. Because every fantasy includes that setting. A four poster bed. The yeah, the outer four space. Bed. Outer, I'm teaching somebody English. Flying carpet. <laughs> Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Nomads. <laughs> and uh, and so I, uh, unfortunately, though, I found more and more that what intend to be sexual fantasies end up being just sort of uh, non-sexual fantasies. Like, I get sort of wrapped up in, like, why doesn't this girl, this poor 18-year-old girl from Mongolia, like, speak English? Like, why doesn't she speak English? Well, obviously, it's a post-Soviet country and... You know, it's there. There are real issues, and and then before I know it, I'm like I'm like googling Ulan Bator, and <laughs> so and, and 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 you know, you're like, how can I help this girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trade could I teach her? I've I've seen That's very funny. in Vancouver. I've seen pretty homeless girls, and I've been like, oh, you know, like what do you mean? Like they're pretty homeless? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Um, oh yeah, the whole nine yards, <laughs> four days a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty homeless. Uh, no, but like you're like, oh, you're kind, of, and you think you're you're maybe too pretty to be homeless. Like when you see a pretty girl on the bus, like who, so, someone should have given I you always, a ride. I always think if there's a pretty girl on the bus, there's something wrong with her. Because she would have gotten a ride if she yeah, had a better personality. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scratch ride the bus in Vancouver off my list of things to do here. <laughs> because if there are no pretty girls. I'm no, not going there, there. that's the thing is there is because uh, there's this one bus line that goes uh, east west and it goes along Broadway towards the university. So you do get uh, quite uh, a mishmash sure. yeah. of, Impressionable. of people. Right, right. By mishmash, you mean young students. Yeah, Mongolian yes. uh, students yes. <laughs> looking yes. for shelter and, <laughs> and maybe a hot meal. Where uh, do I go? Excuse me, sir. Where do I go? <laughs> I don't know. Help me. I don't speak English. Not very well. I. I don't know why I talk like this. <laughs> I was in a helium accident. <laughs> when I uh, when I was uh, about seven, we, my family went to France, and there was a uh, a family of gypsies. Uh, <laughs> we call them Negroes in the U.S. Uh, there, were, <laughs> there, there were these beggar children um, of some ethnicity. Yeah, and they uh, came up to my dad. And started stroking his arm. Oh, that's effective. And uh, sticking their tongue out. Like, oh, wow. Kind of, if, if they were making a noise, it would be... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> really? But they weren't making a noise. They were... Okay. <laughs> but, but uh, and uh, for the rest of my life, my entire childhood, whenever we begged our dad for something, we would stroke his arm <laughs> Is that because you saw him hand over his whole wallet? No, to this? but but this was a this was an international incident, and we <laughs> we would stroke his arm, and, and then, we and then go, you'd blow him. We, yeah, <laughs> it, it all for all intents and purposes, um, we would. But that kind of got dumbed down. It started as blah blah blah, blah. and then we would just spell out like we would just pronounce blah blah, blah as buttle buttle. So you would go like stick out your hand and go buttle buttle. We, we, we would just please. Buttle. Oh, you stroke your... stroke the arm, please buttle buttle. That's awesome. I love <laughs> I love uh, family language and how that evolves over time. 
It's yeah. sort of handed down, and then it also comes out. Do you, Graham? Do you have not to not I'm, to ask? No, questions. I am. I'm trying to think of something where it's like a, a phrase that would only the exist. The phrase that pays. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is your phrase that pays. <laughs> yeah. Is buttle buttle. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think I have one that exists between my me and my parents that I can think of. Okay. Uh, but uh, I know for a long time, and it just just recently came full circle. Uh, there was a, a lot, uh, a long time ago in the back of comic books, they used to have a page of cartoons that would be a comic book hero advertising hostess mm-hmm. cakes or Twinkies or something like that. Like right. it would be an actual like Mighty Mouse. No, it'd be like it'd be like Spider Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Or the Hulk, or you know. And there was this one comic strip I remember my brothers and I thought it was hysterical because uh, at one point Hulk's only line in the strip is Hulk no understand. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, what if somebody took the time to try and teach Hulk like more? Can I interrupt the story for a second? Sure. That's um, sexual fantasy number two. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks about, he's got about the same amount of English yeah. as the Mongolian. I just but, swap it right in. Sorry. We pictured this, like this guy taking like years and years to try and teach Hulk how to speak more words than Hulk no understand. And at the end of that whole t- period, all he... All that he was able to say is, like, on the breakthrough day was Hulk overstand. (laughs) (laughs) So then that became, uh, like, short form for if you had to spend a lot of time doing a task, became Hulk overstand. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Scott, do you? We had a misstep recently. We misfired. I um, spent a little bit of time in Japan, and so I speak Japanese. And so as a result, uh, some of our family words are... Have some sort of root in 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 the Japanese word, and then they well like uh, actually I just learned this sukoshi is a Japanese word for a little bit which became skosh. In, oh, that's the origin of skosh, which I didn't know. Huh. Uh, that's not our family. We didn't invent that. That's somebody else. I've um, never heard that. I've, I've never heard that. What we invented was uh, yeah. Oh, you've never heard skosh? No. For just a little a skosh. No. Yeah, it's not a great word. It's, it's not bad. It's though. fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know. But skosh sounds a lot like scooch. Yeah, could which you means like over there? move it over a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that, Graham? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm le- I'm becoming less of a fan of this podcast. Oh, from that on. one line. Yeah. Well, that's how it happens. <laughs> um, so our misfire was that. Uh, so we've been using kind of the Japanese word for mouth. Um, when I'd be like, oh, come on, but uh, but I shorten it. Um, uh, open, come on, honey, open your mouth for the last bite. Have the last bite. Japanese your word. children, right? Ja- yes. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh, back to the Mongolian girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been learning Japanese to enrich my sexual fantasy, sure. <laughs> so that you can actually I'm a rich Japanese businessman. <laughs> it turns out, it turns out that she doesn't speak Japanese either. So, <laughs> um, three years wasted. <laughs> Hulk um, overstand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, the Japanese word for mouth is kuchi, and so we shortened it to kuch. So I've been telling my daughter, to "Open your kuch, open your come on, just open <laughs> oh, your kuch. no!" And yeah. and it didn't really occur to me until we had really made it part of the family language, and so now the children say say kuch all the time for mouth. Wow, it's put uh... it in your kuch. <laughs> um, open your kuch, open your kuch, Mayu, open your kuch. Now, did you you spent time in Japan? I, uh, yeah, for... I d- yeah, I just did the English teacher. 
okay. after after college thing. Um, did you? Uh, a lot of people have said that. Well, like when they've come back from Japan, they're like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta do that." And, and yeah. I don't think it would be for everybody. No, no, no. But yeah. did you enjoy it? Um, well, you gotta try the hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> Teriyaki. I heard they're good. <laughs> Uh, I did. I wasn't particularly um, interested before I went. It wasn't. It wasn't really a place that I thought I would go. Right. Uh, there was just a girl that I was dating who lit for, was from there, and so I followed her. Um, then I showed up at her door, and she let me in, and so I stayed for a few <laughs> years. And I ended up really liking it. It's very different. Yeah. Um, culturally, it's uh, you know it's just generally more restrictive and generally more kind of buttoned up. But right. as a result, it's very nice and very clean, and people are polite and. It's very safe. Right. It's great. Yeah, it's a it's a lovely place. And I as I think I was especially protected because I didn't have any really high expectations of finding the Buddha or something like right. that. So right. as a result I found the Buddha. Mm. Yeah. Are there people Where was he? The Buddha Buddha. Um when you're uh over there and teaching English, are there any kind of like rogue English teacher, kind of like in the apocalypse now, like a guy who's been there. Like the of... Yeah, yeah, like he's been there too long and he's lost touch I... with what he is or where he's from. I, f- I flew back with a guy who's exactly like that, who had been living in the kind of the party area of Tokyo for maybe 14 or 15 years. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> and they become, I think, like uh, kind of, uh, if you stayed young looking forever, but you really had lived for 50 years, you right. start to look sort of not wrinkly, but sort of pouchy and, and puffy and, and red-faced and just gross. They get gross. <laughs> They're in some sort of eternal adolescent state. Because yes. it is sort of a, it's, it's a phase job. And then you hope a PJ. That yeah, it's a PJ, and so you hope that um, you become PPJ, post-PJ at some yeah. point. Um, uh, PB&J. Yes. It's not to say that teaching English is in any way a, a PJ. It's just that uh, that type of kind of... You're going through a P. Yeah. How, like, a uh, how many hours a week would you work? Because uh, I know a couple of people that are teaching English and have done mm. for many years, and they only work this very small amount of uh, time a week, and then they've got a lot of time for things like that, drinking and... Are you are you asking me as sort of a roundabout way of asking me if I have time in my schedule to give you a lesson? Uh, <laughs> well, if... if the, uh, because we know you're your, still an English yeah, teacher. Yeah, exactly. Well, just because it's your FL doesn't mean it, ha- it can't be your SL as well. Ah. So you could... Uh, mm. ah, so I'm, I'm going to need a uh, some kind of chart at the end of this. <laughs> There's too many abreaves. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I've always pictured that there would be that person that would just uh... stay. And and yeah, the 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 work week is pretty short. Yeah, it's pretty tiring. But uh, I I liked it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hmm. I met my wife there. She was another teacher. Okay. And uh, so that paid Sorry, off. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Sealed up. <laughs> Two his, kids. Yeah, his done kids and were done. conceived in wedlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Dave, what's yeah. going on with you, buddy? Um, let's see. We are recording this pre-Christmas. It will be released post-Christmas. Pre-Krampus. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, That's my new thing that I'm into. I don't do Christmas We. Uh, <laughs> I told you last week um, about uh, how, how that girl showed up at that party 
That uh, girl. Yeah, Krampus, we call her. Yeah, she stole Scrooge, <laughs> yeah. and then she was double Scrooge. Yeah, she was uh, reverse Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a uh, Scrooge view- Scrooged viewing party. And, and results. Uh, it was 90 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and my friend Simon brought a cake, and he went to Dairy Queen, and he picked out a cake, and... He, he had them write Mary Krampus on it. Hey, this sounds like a good party. Yeah, sounds it was... like it has all the elements. Uh, well, that's about it. Oh, <laughs> so it was missing some elements. But uh, last night I went to a professional hockey game. Oh, uh, NHL? Yes. Ah. National Hockey League. Uh-huh. Do you, can I interrupt for just a yeah, second? Yeah, please. NHL, do you, does it bother you when people say the whole thing as if you don't know what it is? Is that a commentator thing? That National t- Hockey League? When they're talking about the NHL? Because with football, if you ever watch football commentary, they always say National Football League. I wonder does if it bother that isn't a, a legality or something where they have to say it so many times or else the candy man will appear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I, I hope so. Yeah, I don't. I because do, I don't think they ever do say. Do they ever say National Hockey League? Probably during. I don't really pay attention to that. Does does it, does it bother you when it happens in your football? Thank you for asking, Dave. <laughs> let's get, let's make this about Scott. <laughs> it's not worth it. Please get to no, 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 no. Does it? Uh, I it, it honestly does because, ha- don't have a story. It does because um, I think that they're saying it in that sort of uh, uh, over over detail speak that some people use i think like criminals use that when they talk about the crimes that they've committed <laughs> okay. you know like oh uh, you know so i went to jail for uh, possession without, without intent uh 17b you just say drug i had drugs yeah you know right right um so there's that sort of like extra detail speak that people in certain industries or la- levels of education use. do you think that there so you do you see it as an overcompensation for perhaps a lower level of intelligence or education, maybe okay. a lower uh, or a feeling of inferiority. But all usually football commentators, a lot of them are former football players, so they have all they've all gone to college. Yeah, <laughs> true, true, That's true. And probably. I saw the it. program. <laughs> <laughs> I read Terry Bradshaw's book. Uh, but do they? Because they, they also say when you watch baseball, they often say. Major League during Baseball? The, yeah, the formal announcements, they always say Major League Baseball. But yeah. they very rarely say National Hockey League during the commentating that I... Well, I've, I've never heard anybody say... The only time I've ever heard somebody say National Hockey League is when they're describing to somebody who's not from this country what the <laughs> NHL stands for. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would even... Like I would just assume it was National Hockey League, but there's nothing else it could be. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's why. That's well, why that's what it, every pro yeah. sport is. It's not. There's not a lot of. It's either a league or an association. It's right. usually national. Um, but uh, I, I, I actually, I don't watch football very often. But this is the time of year I do because I like watching people play uh, sports in the snow. In the snow, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's fun to see somebody skid out and create that first, like where it's all white, and then create that first strip of green. <laughs> That's good. That's good watching. And I like seeing uh, uh, guys in toques. I sure. like that <laughs> <What>? they. <laughs> Why do I like that? That's ah, a weird... no reason not to. Um, also, they the, they can kind of get together some sort of pseudo warm clothing for the cheerleaders. Yeah. Like yeah. that they've they've been able to get like hand warmers or something for them. That's I, pretty great. I do like how they bring out and fully branded. Fully <laughs> yeah, yeah. articulated <laughs> branding. <laughs> for something that they'll, they'll use once or twice. Mm-hmm. 
and and yes. always it's a really on the cutting edge of you know warmth technology too. So they'll have some sort of heat cannon on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dyson heat <laughs> cannon. <laughs> Mountain Dew heat cannon. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yesterday the uh, <laughs> New York Jets were playing, and their cheerleaders were wearing Santa outfits to keep. I them like warm. that, like the Rockets. Yeah, yeah. They, they all kicked real high. See, what's the appeal of the Rockettes in this day, day and age? Uh, in this day and age, tradition. In Back in the other days, it was... Gams. Yeah, gams <laughs> and lots of them. I haven't, I haven't looked at a Rockette in 10 years because I'm afraid of centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sets it off. <laughs> um, so, Scrooge, did you oh, enjoy yeah. or did you not enjoy? Um, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't think I had ever seen it before. Oh, really? It's uh, we we had some questions afterwards, like why did they never mention? Because uh, he's making a he's a TV executive, and yes. they're making a live uh, Christmas Eve broadcast of a Christmas Carol. Well, well, they call they, it Scrooge. They call it Scrooge. There's no mention of a Christmas Carol, which is certainly in the public domain. Why can't they mention a Christmas Carol? Um, you you can shed some light on this. Why? Why? Why would I be able? You to look a little me? bit like, <laughs> like I, I look Dickensian, yeah. a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they would. I don't think. I think there was a period of time when uh, it stopped being called a Christmas Carol and it was called Scrooge in the in that time period right. that it was made. I think people were calling that particular story Scrooge and not yeah, like the poem. Uh, a visit from St. Nicholas, everyone calls Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yes. So I think it was one of those things. Like, And then uh came back around with, the, I think, the Muppets maybe ushered it back into a yeah. Christmas Carol. That was uh, the Muppets them. Christmas Carol is one of my uh, top Christmas memories. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> it, I remember the, it was the last day of school. I was in like grade six. And it was quiet around the house. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sorry, any we've, of all, that we've all been to Dave's Top Christmas Memories.com. So you don't, oh, need, okay, to, sorry. I'm don't really need to go sorry. over this again. <laughs> um, it's a surprise that you could buy the domain name. It was .NET for a long time until the other person let it lapse. Yeah. Uh, it was Lil Kim. <laughs> charity. <laughs> Lil Kim cares. Uh, I, I don't need to bore you with my Christmas memories. The other thing from Scrooged uh, was that at the very end, everyone sings... Uh, it's... Christmas Eve, and yes. everyone, for some reason, gets together to sing, and everyone knows the words to the song, Put a Little Love in Your Heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make any sense. It makes very little sense. Released that as the single for the movie, right? I'm certain. And right. uh, an eight-minute version playing over the credits. Uh, All I would know is the chorus. I mean, I'd be, I would enjoy being there. And the world will be a better place. Oh, for yeah. you and me. Just wait and see. Oh, okay. So I got that in my back pocket if yeah. it ever comes up. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe a, a like a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all Lang Syne, but no, you're right. It no, was, that's put a um, the, uh, what's the Jimmy Stewart one? Oh, um, Miracle. Rear on... Window. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what, uh, what was it called? It's, it's a Wonderful Life. life. It's a uh, wonderful photo. <laughs> uh, Graham, yeah, buddy. why don't we get to know you? Um, okay, two things. You sicken me. Why? <laughs> I don't know. 
You're not going to be invited to my mansion and my fantasy. Mm, you're ranching. <laughs> yeah, it's a ranch-style mansion. <laughs> it's a ranching. Um, okay, Is first a, things... Will there be a luncheon? Yeah, there will be a luncheon at my ranching-style mansion. Um, <laughs> Is your recently... favorite South Korean city Incheon? <laughs> Why do you look so angry, Dan? I oh, know I'm trying um, to think of other chins. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, the cop beat you with? A truncheon. <laughs> what did we find in the ocean? An urchin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, truncheon, I've only ever heard in uh, the novel 1984. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it. And uh, the song, We Will All Welcome You to Truncheon Land. <laughs> Munchkin land. Oh. You've been arrested. <laughs> That's what the cops sing when when you get booked. They all get together. It's like it's a birthday. It's like oh god, somebody's been arrested. We gotta sing the song again. Yeah. We all welcome you to truncheon land. Of course, we can't sing the the traditional happy truncheon because that's yeah, it's trademarked. Someone, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, one thing, and you know this from yeah. a couple weeks ago. I know. I the new place I've I've moved into. There's a no lot of furniture. problems with it. Uh, no furniture. Uh, there was no heat for a long time. My shower uh, broke over the weekend, so I had 48 hours of How non-showering. Uh, what the faucet handle stopped working. It was broke uh, and need to be replaced. Uh, so you could only get scalding hot water. So there was no bathing, mm. and which is fine for 24 hours because that can happen even naturally. You have a busy day, and you're like, oh, yeah. I just didn't even yes. shower. Uh, but after the 36-hour to 48-hour laps, you it affects you mentally, first of all, yeah. that you just are like, well, I'm not even mm-hmm. going to do the dishes. Why the fuck should I? <laughs> I'm filthy. Everything around me should also be filthy. And then you just stop even doing things that you should be doing, like errands, canceled. Yeah. Appear- I, I smell too bad to, to send to go package out? to yeah. grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so that... How, how fast I turn greasy, I'm shocked by like when I see homeless people, I, I think I could get <laughs> to their level inside of four days. Like a level that we're talking probably a month steady of them, no showering or limited showering. I'm able to amass that inside of less than a week. Well, Which I'm not, I'm not saying that as a point of pride. I'm actually deeply ashamed that I am able to regress well, that quickly. The beard doesn't help. What looks wise? Yeah. Yeah, no. And, uh, pfft. The the general Dickensian me- <laughs> <laughs> demeanor, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Yes, um, uh, but yeah, I, re- I, re- I, th- I devolve very quickly. Yeah, it's weird that uh, like um, like a, a sport coat. Yes, on a homeless guy, it doesn't really class him up. No, it's like <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it's like a battle of wills there, and the sports coat has very little will in that fight. Like it's it's going to be homelessized, yeah, instead of it going the other way. Yeah, but he could probably get us. Uh, like they can't force him to wear a sport coat at a fancy restaurant because he's already got one. <laughs> but he, <laughs> he'll, just, <laughs> he'll just be able to invoke the barefoot clause, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, also you have no pants on. All right. <laughs> I guess you took the jacket required requirement <laughs> right. literally. Yeah, and yeah. you've also stolen our no shirt, no sign <laughs> off the wall. So that's clearly in uh, contribution. And you brought a copy of Phil Collins' No Jacket Required. 
<laughs> um, and <laughs> the patches on the elbows uh, seem more authentic on a homeless. Agreed, because they've earned them. Yeah, because he's, he's probably actually patching. Oh, you get to something. see their you get to see their rank. Yeah, is that, is that what you're yeah, saying when you say they earn them? You have oh, okay. shows you what level they're. Oh, at. cool. <laughs> you cut them open and you see the rings. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but I, uh, so yeah, like I, so there's that. That so that's one no of the shower. features of living in the new place. The second feature, and you saw it, is that I live. Uh, around the corner from somebody who owns a DeLorean. Yes. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's really fascinating because I pass it every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave was dropping me off the other week, and I said, Dave, look, it's a guy getting in a DeLorean, and you got excited and honked at him, yeah. which then scared him. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but oh, now, no, but he's got to be used to getting honked at. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I'm trying to just at a distance. I mean, I don't want to spoil the illusion for himself, but he's a big guy mm-hmm. with a with a, you know completely shaved head and a very short, uh, beautiful girlfriend. But every time I see them getting in, there's just like a there's such an air of mystery. But I don't know what he does. I don't know where he's going. But wherever he's going, he probably doesn't need row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing is uh, that maybe the DeLorean that was featured in the music waste promos. Uh, okay. A few months back, uh, probably it probably was. Yeah, it's in great condition too. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other thing. And like, it's second in beautiful of all, condition. we were talking about fantasies. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, maybe ten years ago, I used to go on eBay and look at the price of DeLorean. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I, my fantasy was buying two DeLoreans, <laughs> one, and then get them to fuck. <laughs> 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 Rev them up to 88 miles per hour. <laughs> One would be uh, just a throwaway DeLorean to uh, teach myself to drive standard on. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> and the other would be for legitimate use yeah. and, uh, you know, tail chasing. Yeah, getting really, rid is of that tannins. Is that why you looked at uh, two? Like really, you thought well in, the I fa- mean, in fantasy world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I I can't drive standards to this day. Right. Me neither. Uh, I can. So I guess I'm better than you guys. I guess so. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, feel pretty good about that. Yeah, all right. For yeah. a homeless. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I may be homeless and in your fantasy world, starving outside of your mansion. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, oh yeah. No, it says on your patch. It says standard. It says standard. He can drive standard on his patch. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's got That's the my standard patch. No, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't see that. I, I would have been more respectful. No, you know that was uh, that's a that's they're different shapes in Canada and America. That's, that's what it problem, was. That's you know? what it was. That's all right. Uh, is is DeLorean still? Um, is it still like? It's not a sign of wealth. No, really. it's it's got to be an ironic. Uh, statement. There, there's, it's a collector's like. P- there's clubs and sure. things. Well, people... there's clubs for everything. Yeah, f- hair clubs. Yeah, f- for one. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, that's a club. Uh, those seal... truncheons are clubs. Yeah, seal clubs. <laughs> um, Pamela Anderson hates them so much. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, the, so the, well, you know the story of the how the DeLorean, like why that car exists. Have you ever heard that please, story? Please, Grandpa. Oh, well, j- gather round, <laughs> young tannins. Um, Is the- it December 21st already? Time for Graham's story about the origin of DeLoreans again. <laughs> the first DeLorean. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was it was the, this guy, he worked for several 
major car John, manufacturer. John Z. DeLorean. It's that's his name, John yeah, DeLorean. I yeah. know because when I would look up DeLoreans on eBay, there would be a ton of uh, a ton of model Back to the Future like model cars, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of tell-all biographies about John Z. Uh, DeLorean. Yeah, he was like this really eccentric character. I wonder what the Z stands for to this day. Don't care enough to look it up. Yeah, zucchini. It's gotta be. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, zebra, also a front runner. Uh, (laughs) It's a really short dictionary entry. (laughs) Yeah, he just got this uh, sense that, you know, he had gotten to a certain point in the automobile industry where he knew... Everything about marketing a car and building a car. So surely he would be able to run his own company. And he came up with the DeLorean, which was made of stainless steel, which was the only car like it on the market. And uh, But the thing was about it is that the the model of it with the gullwing doors, uh, it let in so much water. Like it was basically – so they would rust in all the joints and they became – uh, almost impossible to maintain. Like, right. it would be something you would buy, and they would be an instant liability. So, yeah, so because you're making a car out of something that's pretty rust-prone. Yes. And then and then you're making it in a way that makes it more rust-prone. Rusty. <laughs> yeah. And so then what happened, though, was that it, it basically, this guy's career was over, and the DeLorean became just, it was like something that had passed. It was only that uh, Robert Zemeckis thought, we need because originally it was supposed to be a, a f- time traveling fridge they were going to use <laughs> Back to the Future. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and it was also originally supposed to be Eric Stoltz. Yeah, that's correct. Gross. Wow. And uh... <laughs> it's gross. I'll bet he has a smelly penis. Eric wow. I don't know why. Uh, I just look at some people and I think smelly genitals. You know the guy from the guy who used to lead in um, uh, what's that show? Entourage. Apparently, yes. uh, there was very a very smelly penis. Really, there, there was a a groupie. Is that, that's not halitosis. That's something else. <laughs> uh, mm. oh, was, Sorry, I was trying to think. Genitosis. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I guess if your if your dick could breathe, it would be uh-huh. halitosis. <laughs> I went to school. With a but guy if named your dick, dick could, could breathe, breathe, it wouldn't smell so bad. <laughs> Just let it breathe. Um, if your dick could smell, it wouldn't smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the story. Of the the Delorean, which is a pretty good story. Have I you think. ever? Did, ha, have you ever seen the Canadian Gullwing door car that was manufactured for? It was uh, probably a bigger failure than the Delorean. Was it called the Canada Goose? It was called the Bricklin. The Bricklin. Ooh. Yeah. No, never B-R-I-C-K-L-I-N. heard of it. B r i c k l i n. And it had gull. I don't know why gullwing doors seemed like such a thing, why, but it was. Why for... a Canadian company would make a sports car at all? Well, it harkens That's back true. to the time when it was still possible not to be a megacorp and build something like a car. Yeah, and so you had much true. more variety That's and fun. You know, mm. it is fun. It is yeah. fun to, to be like able, in like a, a time r- when like a small business could be a car manufacturer. Yeah, yeah mom and sure. Pop. Right, right, right. <laughs> mom and pop cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we. Lordy. I think we just we just got to the we just got to the essence of why there are no more mom and pop car shops. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so there's there's that and also i i i think i put it on facebook but i was at the laundromat everyone be graham's facebook friend uh and i watched i was watching a portion of greece on the television at the laundromat and there, i never realized this before watching it this past sunday is that there's a line in it where it go they're singing about grease lightning 
and the line is, it's such a dream, the girls will cream? The chicks will cream. The chicks will cream. Yeah. I never realized that I that was in Greece. Did they talk about this on Never Not Funny a little while ago? Did they? About something with the tit? Was there a tit mention? I don't... That, I, that just, it blew me away, because I never had heard that. Because that's a fairly advanced... Dirty word as in oh, that yeah. context. Like and it makes you wonder if maybe it had a pre-modern meaning, a pre-modern day meaning. Like maybe to cream back then, right, <laughs> would be to lactate uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you're making me cream, mom. <laughs> Stop it, mom. Um, when I was a a, te- a teenage boy. I used to um, subscribe to Rolling Stone magazine, mm-hmm. and uh, here's a ver- like something that will place it in, in a very specific time. Uh, there was a, <laughs> there was a red carpet event with uh, John Popper, Blues <laughs> <laughs> Travelers John Popper, yeah. uh, pre stomach stapling, right uh, of the vest of harmonicas. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, he have to play less harmonicas when he got skinny? <laughs> I can't do that e- thing was flopping everywhere. <laughs> I can't do E flat anymore, guys. I'm sorry. I don't have room on the. Anyway, I no flats, no flats. There's no way the band has songs in all twelve keys. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, uh, John Popper, was at a red carpet event with. Um, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and Quentin Tarantino was this kind of wonderkind at the time right, right, right. yeah 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 uh, he had come he was out some of, video store clerk yeah he had made... come out of nowhere and he had all these like oh he, you know he'd spent his whole life in a video store in his parents basement yeah and uh, but somehow he knew a little bit about everything yeah and he uh, according to John Popper he grabbed <laughs> one of his microphones and like played this virtuoso riff on it and John Popper said, I creamed my jeans. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, in Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, in and, his case. And the Rolling Stone writer even wrote, you. <laughs> <laughs> but in his case, in Popper's case, it was that he it was trying to smuggle out a banana cream pie from the party. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I just creamed my jeans. Thanks, Quentin. Um... <laughs> Oh, well, man. shall we move on to the overheard? Yes, overheard. Overheard. All right, overheards. Uh, things that have uh, been overheard in in general life. I I imagine this time of year waiting in line to see Santa. Possibly <laughs> haven't got one yet, but uh, that well, doesn't mean. Have you been waiting in line to see Santa? No, no, not not me. Oh, Out there, okay. the other people. Uh, no, I the, haven't. The common people. Yeah, the uh, grunts, is that what we call them? I call them scrunts. Normies. Norm, normies. Um, the, you know, the grunts, the scrunts, the normies. Mm-hmm. They all love them. Ferris <laughs> Bueller. Uh, oh, right. Um, Spordos. <laughs> the Spordos, the scrunts. Uh, yeah, so things overheard in general life. Uh, we like to start with the guest, uh, Scott, if you would. Uh, I was in line at my local neighborhood coffee shop uh, a few days ago. Um Mermaid logo, green kind of branding. Okay. Oh. And uh, I was waiting there, and there were two kids studying at the table near me, and and they were they were like Asian American kids, and they were done up in just totally 
kind of like crazy comic book, spiky blonde hair, right. crazy leather, super neon clothes. Harajuku girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were two boys. Super kawaii. <laughs> and they were, uh, they were students. They're, you know, like high school students. And so they're just madly flipping through, obviously cramming three books stacked up on the table. And, uh, <laughs> All, I didn't really, I, my line passed by, so I didn't get to hear a lot of what they were studying or talking about. But the one kid said to the other kid, madly flipping through his books, wait, 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 why was Gatsby great again? <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's like, like one of those, like, like a Bart Simpson book report where he's just read the title <laughs> of the book. Yeah. This is a story about a great guy named Gatsby. <laughs> Have you ever used Cliff's, Cliff's Notes, Cole's Notes? Cole's Notes, yeah. Uh, Spark Notes. Spark Notes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I did I have a few times. Which, I never uh, have. What, uh, do you remember the book? Yeah, I remember uh, Brothers Karamazov. Um, oh, okay. I really wanted to be the kind of person who read oh, the Brothers who doesn't? Karamazov, right? <laughs> yeah. But it Tough turns guy, out I'm the kind of know, guy who brawler. reads the Cliff Notes of the Brothers Karamazov. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that, but that's, the, that's exactly the kind of thing that they underline in those in those terrible, terrible books is, you know, uh, notice the symbolism of the use of brothers in page 27. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I never under, like, I, once that existed, I was like, well, then what is school for? If yeah. these books <laughs> exist and you could just flip through these and go, oh, yeah, okay, I got the full thing. I don't, it almost, like, uh, were those things illegal in schools? Were you not supposed uh, to use no, those? No, they weren't illegal, I don't think. So that, so... But what? there was an essay writing service you couldn't use. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, people just they just download essays off the internet now, right? That's that's what kids would, so. smart kids would do that. Dumbos would just uh, you but, know scrunts. But uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: uh, in the brothers Karamazov, the brothers throw themselves in front of a train at the end. <laughs> it's a whodunit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they throw themselves a party. <laughs> Brothers forever! <laughs> uh, we got to raise enough money. We be the brother. <laughs> Father, Father Zosima is still in jail. Whatever. <laughs> Brothers forever. They're, Good. They're, uh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with that except that it's brothers throwing a party. Um, do you remember, uh, well, why wouldn't you remember this, but Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Uh, yeah, I remember the show. Yeah. yeah. I never watched it. Not uh, once. I, um, we didn't get it in Canada. Oh. And I used to download it. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's weird, eh? Yeah, that is weird. It's <laughs> a bizarre admission. <laughs> That um, is weird. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, as long as we're admitting something weird, I had a dream about you guys last night. Oh, okay. That's I did. not weird at all. I did. You were taking me to the clinic to get my blood drawn. Which we may do after the show. I didn't, I didn't want to tell you. That do you need blood work done? or is it you... I need blood work done. I'm not, I'm not donating. Oh, and, okay. um, and I, I didn't want to tell you guys that I was going because I wanted to, um, I wanted to impress... One of the clinicians, I guess you would call them, there. Yeah. I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to hang out. Sure. And and so I was simultaneously trying to get rid of you guys. Yeah. Because you yeah. took me thinking that I had, like, And cancer. we kept jumping in in the middle of your stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in front of this clinician. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so anyway... <laughs> I, uh, I so I was avoiding you guys, and then I uh, I was trying to find this clinician, and there was also somebody named Horny, 
Oh, wow. So, somebody named yeah, Horny? Yeah, somebody named Horny. So oh, my, man. Yeah. That's a great name for a character. Horny P. Watson. Yeah. yeah. For like a character in a college movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here well, comes that's, Horny. When I say character, it's implied that I'm talking about the college movie I'm writing. Right. Horny Academy. Um, Is, So that would mean that he's the guy who started the... Yeah, Horny Academy. He's the dean. <laughs> dean Horny. Arthur P. Horny, the fourth. What about a like? What about a, like a complete opposite on the college movie where it's a party school and there's it's a kid who goes down there? Preppies. Yeah, like the total straight edge kids that are like, we're here for an education. Yeah, and the teachers are like. You know, I feel good or whatever. <laughs> like you will teach us. <laughs> yeah, we will pretty... wear cable knit. Yeah, and they demand an educate, like a proper education. <laughs> that's proper. Do you think that that's and yeah? And then they throw a big party at the end of the year. Yeah, the brothers Karamazov <laughs> throw a party with a uh, like a string quartet. Yeah, <laughs> instead of uh, hoopa stank. <laughs> <laughs> instead of hoopa stank. It'll be called instead hoopa of hoopa stank. Shows up, but. Not let in. <laughs> anyway, uh, there were these uh, on um, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guys. There was once this episode with these two brothers named the Bravo Twins, and I'm certain they they picked them because the network was Bravo. Was one of them Dino Bravo, the wrestler? I don't know who that is. Okay, go on. Um, and they were twins, and they were like early 20s, and they lived together, and they wrestled each other all the time. <laughs> Sounds like Dino Bravo, the wrestler. Oh, right. <laughs> From the movie The Wrestler. <laughs> um, and he, and the, these, these, this, these queer guys, yeah. <laughs> they moved in. <laughs> And uh, they couldn't stop them from wrestling all the time. But they always, in that show, they would make them... But uh, they taught them to Greco-Roman wrestle. <laughs> shaking my head. Oh, God. Homophobic. <laughs> or Greekophobic. Agoraphobic. Um, they would... Uh, in every episode, they would kind of... like There was the one guy who was like the grooming guy. One guy who was the dressing queer but they were doing it while these guys were wrestling yeah. the whole time <laughs> i'm trying to get you dressed and i put one pant leg on you and one pant leg on the other guy uh and then there was one guy who was the uh i don't even know he was just life coach yeah sort of yeah. he would like just teach them to he's their know, astrologer hold a conversation and one of these things was like oh you guys love your grandpa right we should have a painting made of your grandpa and they were like, I guess we love Can our we wrestle the painting. <laughs> and so they had a they they changed their whole apartment, and the centerpiece of their apartment was this enormous mural of their grandpa. And I just imagined that for the rest of their lives, people would come into their apartment and be like, Wow, you guys really love your grandpa. And they would have to either say, Yeah, we sure do, or no, no, we were on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And then the guy's like, What? And he's like, I'll wrestle you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? To avoid this confrontation, let's just wrestle. <laughs> I, uh, I always think of the Todd Berry bit whenever I think of that show. Is that they, have you ever heard the. Probably. Just where he, they would go and they would like go to the home of a longshoreman and they're like, Wait a minute, you're telling me. <laughs> That you have never used moisturizer <laughs> on your elbows, <laughs> you know. However, he says it, but that—that that to me was the epitome of that show. Is yeah. they would go to a slob's house, be horrified that the place was slobby, without which they would have no show. Yeah, and uh, and then fix it. 
I used to, I still do use Neutrogena moisturizer, but I use the manly kind because they used to have uh, Norwegian fishermen in the ads. Not for faggots. Yeah. <laughs> it says right on the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> but I use the moisturizer, but I use the um, face wash for faggots. Yeah. Because <laughs> your face is gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one with Vanessa Hudgens in the ad. It tastes, it's, <laughs> tastes like pink grapefruit. <laughs> they say it smells like pink grapefruit, but they just don't want you to eat it. Yeah. But it does taste like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have an overheard? Dave? Yeah, I sure do. Um, or was that your overheard? We, uh, for the hundredth time, we're recording this pre Christmas, but it's released post Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's a real mind freak. <laughs> Is this your card? This was the greatest. I'm holding up the Ace of Spades. So if you currently have the Ace of Spades in your deck, I just blew your mind. In your whole deck? Yeah. Okay. In your upper deck. Um, I went to the mall where mm-hmm. people are Christmas shopping yes. for Hanukkah, and they there was. It was a lots of hustle, lots of bustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Argo, lots of bargo. Super packed, and it was just hard. It was like it, I was at the crux, right where the food court met the escalator, met the uh, you know Hollister. Is that a thing? No, but you know, is what is a Hollister? Is that is that one of the stores? Yeah. Okay. So you were at you were at uh, like a, a, a fork big in the road intersection. And, yeah, an intersection. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, and it was really hard to get by. Yeah. And uh, like I was, I wasn't like forcing people around, but it was slow going, stop and go. Yeah. And uh, oh, that reminds me of a story. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I Simpson, love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, there was a guy sitting on a stool in the middle of all of this. Uh, and mm-hmm. he was uh, sitting on a drummer's throne, and he had one, uh, what are they, electronic drums, the kind you would play if you were in Duran Duran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, he was playing Hungry Like the Wolf. Yeah. He was <laughs> playing just one drum, but but not the kind that makes noise, the electronic kind. Just yeah. the drum part from Hungry Like a Wolf. How did you know it was Hungry Like the Wolf? <laughs> I'm just yes-anding. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he... He just had the one drum, not a whole kit. Just a, one guy sitting on a, a, a throne playing one drum. Doosh, doosh, doosh. But making no noise. It's not oh. plugged into so, anything. So it's just... And he's got <laughs> sheet music. Oh. And I saw this, and I thought it was so oh funny. And I just was laughing to myself as I made my way through the food court. And uh. I had the biggest smile on my face. And I overheard this, this woman who had i guess been through the ringer and she saw me and she didn't think i could hear her and she said some people are actually smiling (laughs) (laughs) so christmas shopping is pretty miserable oh man yeah have you got your shopping done guys nope you uh i have uh mostly yeah yeah I, i i i do the like accidentally give somebody a present on december 3rd Thing right. and then just call it for Christmas. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. You know, no, that... I, I forgot when Christmas was. I accidentally gave you a present. Well, I got my wife. You know, we moved recently, and so I, my wife did a ton of work for the move, and so I got her a, a new laptop. Nice. Oh. And then I was also There's in a lot Japan. Of that and I got her around. a handbag. So, oh. uh, so you know, she's had two December gifts. So if she complains that there's nothing under the tree for her, I'll just take the laptop and the handbag and then put them under the tree again. And right. Remind her. Put a bow on them. <laughs> yeah. Like I did with my Lexus. <laughs> um, is it fun to shop for kids? 
Yeah, that must be is is uh, like uh, along the similar lines. Is that a rebirth of the interest in Christmas when you have kids? Everything. Uh, yeah, you get to relive all the good stuff. Right. That's the really great thing about kids is that you really get to relive. Like you get to tell your children about Star Wars. Yeah, and so you get to talk right. about it again in a really fresh way, and not just crack jokes about something or avoid it or whatever. And so, <laughs> let's know. avoid the Star Wars talk. It's kind of a touchy <laughs> issue this time of year, but with the Christmas special, is he ready? Is he ready for it? <laughs> so, so you know that that is the great thing about about kids, and and our kids are so young that they don't really want anything specific. They so, just want to wake up and have lots of things to open. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, great. God, I wish I Santa? had Santa? Is Santa a thing? Yeah. Oh, definitely. What yeah, about yeah, Krampus? For sure, for sure. <laughs> Not yet. Not oh, yet. yeah, no. But he will be. <laughs> oh, he will be. Yeah. Once now. your kids now. go German. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Graham. Oh, that's, oh, I'm sorry. That's no, what you guys ahead. were talking about the, 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 a couple weeks ago, yes. right? Uh, now I remember. That's yeah, right. That is Yeah, the evil demon hangs out with uh, Santa. We, well, we call him dad in my family. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants uh, to sit on Krampus's lap? Uh, Graham. Yes, sir. Are you uh, in possession of an overheard? I am. I. Uh, this is from a couple of weeks ago when I was at the airport. Ooh, and... <laughs> you said it. The, for the home listener, Graham did a little hand Looked flourish. like a mentalist. Yeah. 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 When he said uh, airport. <laughs> I, I'll believe anything you say now. And there was this guy and a lady, uh, and they were filling out their customs form. And the guy, you could tell that he was a guy who's had to answer a lot of dumb questions. Mm -hmm. Like, he's had to field dozens of them. And uh, mostly from her, I'm imagining. <laughs> because this question, she was filling it out. And she was filling it, like, in intensely. She was, you know, every single square, she was making sure. And then uh, she <laughs> said to him, uh, where it says countries travel to besides Canada, should I write none? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that guy. Just leave it blank. Just leave it blank, baby. Yeah, my baby, advice. Just, just leave it blank. Save some pen. One of the Save yeah. some of that pen we got from the Hilton. <laughs> Don't waste it all on that customs form. <laughs> save, save some for me, baby. <laughs> When, uh, I, when, I, when I, I feel like I kind of grew up when I realized that I didn't have to f seriously fill out every single yeah. question on every single questionnaire. You're not you going to be arrested. Right, right. I yeah. feel like you know that was a, just a tiny liberation Although, and a tiny measure of adulthood. When you go to countries where uh, there's guys openly with machine guns writing whatever yeah. as your address. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, estimating something. Poop lane. <laughs> um, I have a million dollars worth of stuff I'm bringing <laughs> Hey, Graham. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver gets the Olympics in February, as far we, as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, we, uh, will there be guys with machine guns? Yeah. Uh, we're going to have... They, they, there was a special... Are you organizing this, this part of it? This uh, part of the Olympics? Like, I'm not the organizer, but I'm certainly the mouthpiece. You're for not the, the CEO, but you're like a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, Junior like, executive. Yeah, when people got questions, this is who they're going to come to me. The other guy's too busy, so I'm going to yeah. field all. You're that. the face of the organization, yeah. and what a face! Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, it was uh, th there was a, a gentleman who was in charge of security in um, in Israel in the West Bank. And, Zohan. Yeah, and really, if if I was give one piece of advice, <laughs> do not 
you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, but he said that there will be, during the Olympics, the security structure and number of officials here, security-wise, will far outstrip that that they currently have hmm. in the hotbed of conflict in the Middle East. Uh, so when they say, uh, <laughs> too many... <laughs> So it's going to be there's not going to nothing's going to happen here because it's everywhere you go it's going to be I think it's one security official for every 5 people that are here. Okay. Wow. So which is that's an astounding amount. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Securidad primero as the Spanish say. <laughs> Safety first. Was it secure? Felice Securidad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you guys going to cover the Olympics? I mean you're going to send I, out I don't know. Or- I think we should be correspondents for someone. Oh, yeah. I think you should be correspondents for yourselves. I think you should do some sort of, you know, like like on like remote. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know who loves uh, this kind of show is uh, Olympians. Yeah, athletes, yeah. foreigners. Done, yeah, foreigners. <laughs> people who's who's for whom their language is, you know, English is like the fifth language. Yeah, yeah. and people who have, uh, train every day for something that happens once every four years, and they have a very small window to achieve greatness. And right before it we're like who's your favorite ghostbuster yeah have you overheard anything <laughs> funny <laughs> what what funny what do you know about delorean <laughs> uh, we have some uh, listeners who wrote or uh, kind enough to write in some overheard that was kind of them <laughs> uh this is from laura m um I think, she says, I think I actually was a speaker of an overheard today I don't know that sentence is it's shaky. Uh, but uh, I was walking with a colleague to I'll grab some it. lunch at the corner grocery. She is president of her condo association and was telling me stories of some people in her building. Pretty big wheel. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, as we walked into the deli area, that weird thing happened where the whole room went silent at the same time. And I said to her, well, just because someone has mental problems doesn't mean they can't own property. <laughs> <laughs> I, I added in a voice there yeah, to make it more. It's true. It is true. Most right? landlords are have mental problems. Oh man, everyone. I well, that's not true. I think I've had a, a good landlord. Or have you ever had a crazy landlord? Yeah, my did last I, one. Did I tell you about my landlord that ate a possum? <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another Was time. It a Beverly Hillbilly. Uh, no, he lived on a farm in Abbotsford, and a possum fell in his rain barrel, and he ate it. Oh. Like he didn't eat it straight from the rain barrel, but right? It was like, but it drowned in the yeah, rain. Yeah, he was barrel. like, yeah, he was like, well, no, you, no use wasting hey, a good drowned possum. Now, uh, Scott, where do you keep your rain barrel? <laughs> I, I, this is some sort of Oprah thing, right? This is yeah. this rain is a, barrel is more of a euphemism for your womanhood. Right. <laughs> um, right here. No, he pointed to his. Uh, uh, I want to say uh, solar plexus. Oh, I thought you were going to point at your posterior. Um, question: Is there a famous wine called Dos Pinos? No, no, no. We we spoke about a uh, when I went to Costa Rica. There was a brand. Uh, yeah, what was it called? Dos Pinos. Uh, okay, there was this... a brand of like apple juice and milk. Oh, gross. Well, no, it wasn't a mixed drink called apple juice and milk by Dos Pinos. Oh. Oh, this is uh, this is from Amy, who just wrote, uh, "What's better than Dos Pinos? Trey's Pinos, which is apparently a beverage. Uh, not sure if this falls in the category of overseen or not, but I saw this in my mom's cabinet when I was visiting her house and thought you guys would appreciate it. Now, 
The great thing about it is she took the photo of it in the cabinet. She didn't remove it to take the photo. Yeah. She opened the cabinet, snapped the photo. <laughs> I assume she closed the cabinet. She seems like somebody of good manners. Yeah. Um, Trey her, Pinos. Her, her dad probably yelled at her when she was younger for not closing cabinets. But on the bottle, it's trees. Is that what Pinos yeah. are? It's it's. Uh, if you've listened to our show, Graham. I don't. I, I've, uh, I've got other things. It means about. pine tree in Spanish, but it sounds like penis. Yeah, that's true. Because we're eh? children. (laughs) True enough. Uh, This is from Nate K. Uh, Overheard, a guy with a bunch of shopping bags is talking to some of the bucket drummers in the Union Square station. Like a rain bucket drummer. Yeah, yeah. Like an overturned rain bucket. Okay. Sans possum. And I was only able to hear this exchange. Shopper. And then I ended up with $250 on this cashmere sweater. Uh, bucket drummer. That's pretty Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> this was last night, and basically, immediately, my friend group has replaced the adjectives good and bad with Digimon and Pokemon, Pokemon? <laughs> respectively, or Digi and Poke for short. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. The creation of uh, group language. Yeah. The- Linguistics. Yes. Yeah, oh, man. If we ended it right here, we could call that a full circle. Yeah. But we're not going to. No, people demand more, except for the one person who Twittered me today saying, hey, why are your episodes so long? Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have so much to do? Yeah. Person who Twittered Dave in the middle of the day? Come on, person. <laughs> I'm very busy. Yeah, in your face. Um, oh, you know what? This isn't uh, so much an overheard, but somebody... Did you read this? This uh, gentleman who wrote in and just in our support of our horrible ability to be DIYers. Oh, maybe not. And he just he said that the guys that laughed at you when you were trying to saw something were a bunch of jerks. Oh, well, agreed. Yeah, that was from Kurt, Kurt C. And he said, uh, you know, don't, don't let people uh, intimidate you. Keep up the good work. Yeah, keep sawing. Yeah, sawing logs. <laughs> I don't like how this section is not about me. Yeah. Okay. Well, well it was somebody for a wrote moment. in one. Well, you know what? If you had written one in, you yeah. could have really usurped this part of it. Fair or enough. if you had a DeLorean. Fair enough. <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine? Um, you feel free to react to these. <laughs> uh, is that good? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. good. You feel free to use words. This is interesting because of the uh, the supplement to it. Uh, the other day, I overheard something. It's not very good, which is true. This is from Nina B. But uh, this, well, by all means, read it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not so much. She she was under a lot of stress, uh-huh. and then she heard somebody say, "Wait, how did we get from research questions to queefs?" That was the quote, mm. and then she wrote. It tickled my fancy because I was under a lot of stress, yet the simple question released it into a roar of laughter. I don't understand how. I don't understand how that line... You, It didn't happen here, but you're not under a lot of stress. You're relaxed. Of course I'm under stress. You know me. Yeah, that's you know, it's true. The, it's tis the season. To be stressed? Absolutely. Oh, that's totally poke. <laughs> um... Yeah, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at stoppodcastingyourself at gmail.com. And if you had a problem following the last minute of the show, so did I. Yeah, well, (laughs) Twitter Dave about it and tell him how much it took out of your day to listen to that last part. Uh, We also have some listeners who've called in using the power of telephonics. If you would like to call us, our number is 206-339-8328. Have a listen. Hey, guys, this is Scott from Aurora, Colorado. 
and uh, the other day I was flipping through the channels, and uh, I saw Larry King Live had Howie Mandel on it, and I only stopped long enough to see what they had up on the screen, and uh, in big letters it said, Howie Mandel on public restrooms, and then underneath that in smaller letters it said, are you kidding me? (laughs) 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 That should be Howie Mandel's new... uh... Well, tagline that's the name of his new book are you kidding me oh really yeah i expect it in your stocking oh from people that's who the, barely know you the picture of him <laughs> oh, you like comedy right yeah that's what you do right yeah you, you want to be a game show host yeah he's that's the one on the cover where he's in a bubble i do not know Is i it, do not know i actually read uh, about a page of that when i was at a bookstore just just to see what something like that would really? be. really because i just read the craig ferguson but memoir. It's hard to read because it's all in like Irvine Welsh. It's speak. very difficult, but luckily it has subtitles. Okay, <laughs> so you can. Do, I just read the subtitles. I didn't try to, you know, learn Scottish from my Mongolian friend. And right. I, I, uh, I. Well, just as a as an aside, the Craig Ferguson book's lovely. Is it really? It's really good. It's really uh, interesting. And um, and uh, but the Howie Mandel book is, you know, the page I read was terrible. It was about how when he was at the Howard Stern show one time, he had a really well-developed OCD by that point, and I guess he had not told anybody about it. Oh, wow. And so when he went to leave, he had seen so many gross people touch the doorknob as they entered and exited the Stern <laughs> studio. And this is the on-air portion of the studio. He um, he said, uh, can somebody just quit, just just get the door for me? And they're like, well, what's the problem? Just open it up. And he, at that point, had not told anybody that, I, oh. that he had OCD. And so Stern made this huge thing of it of on the air, and uh, I guess that freaked him out and was sort of the, the – that's the centerpiece. That's the dramatic centerpiece of the book. That is, that is terrible. That, uh, what, wait, is one of his compulsions to host terrible uh, undercover yes. surprise shows? <laughs> it is. It is. It's also uh, – he's, he's got one of the world's only briefcase-based diseases, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, what's it, what's, the, what's this game show called? <laughs> oh, right. Look who's talking. What's it called? Look who's talking. <laughs> one versus 100. I don't remember. Uh, uh, deal or no deal? Deal or Thank you. Yeah. Is yeah. It. OC um, deal. Now, he had... Why did he shave his head? Was he going bald, or mm-hmm. did he realize how gross his hair was? He was going bald. <laughs> uh, yeah, call him A, call him B. <laughs> it's both. It's... Uh, um, he also popped. A, he also had like a, a major. He like burst an em, like what do you call it? Is it having an embolism or bursting an embolism? Eating an embolism <laughs> from that thing he used to do by putting a uh, surgical glove on his <gasps> oh, head and that, blowing it up. Really? That yeah. gave him a. Th- that gave him like a in his blood. Yeah. He, oh my gosh. Yeah. He. he that's why he never he stopped doing it. Not by popular demand. <laughs> a lot of people had assumed. God, in Australia, they call an embolism. An embo. <laughs> hey, Graham and Dave and guests. This is Roy from Alaska. Uh, I haven't overheard for you guys. So I was at the bus station uh, on my way actually to pick up my car from the repair shop, and I saw a bit of an altercation between a teenage girl and a slightly older, maybe still teenage guy, and he was telling her that she needed to stop partying to which uh, she slammed the door of the uh, transit center and ran back in yelling something about how he needed to stay out of her shit. Then uh, a friend of his walked up and said, what was all that about? He goes, well, she's doing blow at parties. She's only 16. She doesn't got no right to her own nose. 
anyway, <laughs> thought you'd enjoy that. Uh, great show. Keep it up. Ain't got no right to her own nose. Wow, that sounds like the beginning of a Roe versus Way conversation. <laughs> yeah. A woman's right to uh, to blow. <laughs> I support it. Roe versus Lohan. <laughs> um, well, thank you very much for calling in. Are those all the... Uh... Yeah, that's good for now. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you, Like Dave said, if you want to call in, it's 206-339-8328. Uh, um or uh, you know, like I said, if you if you got stuff, you can send it by email. If you want to hear Graham's Dickensian voice, read your email. Yeah, as a listener, as a listener of the show, I really do enjoy when people call in and uh, tell their stories. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, it gives you a gives you a timber, gives you a natural uh, a flavor to the story. Yeah, and I don't, I never pick the bad ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I picked a bad one. Oh. No, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is, if you're if you're timid that that your your phone call won't be well received, I guarantee you it will, or it won't be heard. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, to be fair, though, that's how we warmed up. We listened to all the dumb calls that people called in. <laughs> um, now, so we want to move on. Do we? Well, we don't have a theme song, so I can't, uh, I can't oh, right. bumper yeah. it with okay, a sure. uh, theme song. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. we were talking about being sassed by a kid. Yeah, I talked about when a little kid in Wales in a speedo farted in my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we asked, we asked uh, people out there uh, if they had any stories like that uh, about a kid really getting the getting the upper hand getting on you, getting their goose. Um, and uh, we asked Scott before we started the podcast, and you said that you had one such occasion where a kid really sassed you good. Yeah, next time I I, I do this show, I would appreciate just a little more me time. Oh, well. sure. Yeah. Well, there's we're going to record uh, just like a loop of you okay. talking yeah, about okay. yourself. It's going to be, be a, it's gonna be a bad... I got a lot of stories. And there's going to be uh, a Scott Simpson annex podcast. <laughs> That's right. That sounds good. Uh, I, I do have a story, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll share it with you now. Uh, I was at a wedding... Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and m- I was in the front row because it was a family member. My sister, my stepsister, was getting married, and it was a beautiful wedding. It was in Napa. It was blue skies, you know, twenty three degrees, sideways. Wonderful. Wow. It was very, it was very, very sideways. <laughs> right. Um, Except for I was cheating. wearing seersucker. Oh. Um, Were you really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now, that's that's when you. That's the only time you would wear seersucker. I've never or had the occasion. Have you? No. Well, I, I own a, I own a pair of uh, seersucker pants. What was it like to wear a seersucker suit? Did it feel great? It seems like it would feel fantastic. It felt good because the the occasion was just right. Okay. You know, yeah, I wasn't yeah, the yeah. guy who insisted on being the seersucker suit guy right. with my straw boater and you know fancy tie. Were, Were you also what, wearing what are, a straw boater? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, really? No, no. Oh, how fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about hats at weddings. I feel like that seems a little. Right. Was it outside? It was outside. So and hats are acceptable. You have to take your hat off for the national anthem of the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Play ball. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we were there, and my son and daughter and wife obviously were there, and we were all in the front row, and my son was getting antsy. He's almost five years old. He's no, they grow really, up so fast. <laughs> he's, and he's very energetic, and he's very loud, and so he, he was tried getting... To get, he tried to get me to see his room when I picked <laughs> Scott up today. Really? Yeah. Dude, he was like, oh, I got to show you my... 
my temporary my room. Oh, that is that is such a kid thing. Okay, Let me show that you was, my thing. That was maybe the worst interruption. Yeah, anyway, you were the worst. Back, back to me, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so he's being bad, basically, and he's getting worse and worse and worse. And, of course, because it's a silent wedding and the pastor is speaking and people are trying to hear him, every sound is magnified, especially to me, the parent of this noisy child. So he's getting noisier and noisier. I'm my list of things that I can take away from him is getting shorter. <laughs> you know, it starts with it starts with uh, the glass of lemonade after the you know you're not gonna get that lemonade, and then it goes to more long term type stuff until it's like no college, right? <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> I'll go to a trade school, <laughs> right? <laughs> he burners back with you. <laughs> Fine, didn't need it, <laughs> didn't want it, wasn't asking for it, so. I, I got to the end of my rope, and I'll admit that what I next said to him was over the line. It was bad parenting, and, uh, and I hope that you guys don't get any blowback for this. <laughs> it was really bad. So I whispered it to him, <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, If you kill me, I'll kill you. <laughs> So loud that everybody could hear it. <laughs> That's the darndest thing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty darned. It. Oh my god. Oh, that, oh, I. I mean, my mind was reeling before you got to that. I didn't know what, where, where had it gone. Oh, oh lordy. How that, dare he? That kid really did get you one up on you. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I have a story about kid sassery. Okay. Uh, when I was a, a young man, um. When you were 17? Yeah. Uh, no, when I was actually the kid sassing people. When he was 17. Yeah. When I was uh, I was maybe 11 and my mm-hmm. sister was 17. Uh, that was a very good year. Yeah. <laughs> my... P- <laughs> you hate it so much. GG. Um, my parents were out of town and she threw a party and my, and my parents were okay with it. My... My all my siblings are very good kids, uh, all fourteen of them, and my sister threw a party, and a bunch of her friends came over, and I was just a little brat. Yeah. And my sister had one friend <laughs> who uh, he had a stutter. Yeah. And I knew about this in advance. I'd met him before, and I, it's horrible. I was I made mm. fun of his stutter. Worst. Yeah. So yeah. Bad. He can't help it. Uh, but she also had this friend who had a broken neck and Jesus. was wearing the, not the... Um, what kind of party was this? Not the thing you were, <laughs> wear to court around your neck to to, uh, to convince the judge. He was wearing this cube with like poles coming right. out of his oh, shoulders. with the screws in the head? Yeah, screws yeah, in the, the head and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember doing anything to him. <laughs> but uh, my when my parents got home, my sister told on me, and she said that uh, Dave made fun of my friend who had a stutter, and he looked at my other friend with a broken neck like he was a robot. <laughs> and my dad was was like, Dave, I'm really disappointed in you. Uh, I mean, people can't help if they have a stutter. You know, you really sh- should know better. Be more grown up. But 
I bet that guy totally looked like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was your dad's oh, like, ah, God. come on. Yeah, I was oh, definitely off dad. the hook for the robot stuff. Oh, man, that is funny. Yeah. Hey, top top drawer dad stuff. Yeah. Um, this, is a, uh, this is a listener wrote in this. This is Kurt S. Uh, wrote in, last summer I went for a hike with some friends and family. A friend of my father-in-law had an obnoxious eight-year-old who we sarcastically nicknamed Bashful. During the hike, Bashful told my father-in-law, you're a pretty good hiker for an old guy. He told my wife, you're a girl. You can't hike all the way up this mountain. (laughs) He told my friend, you're way too fat to make it. And he said to my other friend, you're annoying. No wonder you don't have a girlfriend. (laughs) As we were finishing our hike, I was commenting to my friends that I was the only one in the group that hadn't been insulted by Bashful. But at that moment, I noticed my shoe was untied. I bent over to tie it, and I heard a voice yelling from the back of the group, Just say no to crack! Just say no to crack! Because his butt was sticking out. I see a lot of myself in that kid. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my kid self. Maybe you could mentor him and be like, We got to take you to the the hospital unit where the robots are. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's so quality. And you can give them some weird (laughs) stares. Uh, Someone called in. With a, with a uh, sassy kid? Sassy kid. Hey, guys. This is Aaron in Iowa. Um, I have a story about a small child that was abusive to me. <laughs> um, I was – this is a few years ago now. Um, I was actually at my church, and I was leaving. The service was over, and there was a kid. He was probably nine tops. I'm not sure – I'm not good with uh, agents, but I think he couldn't have been over nine years old. Anyway, he had this uh, PlayStation Portable that he was playing with, and he looked up at me and kind of dangled it at me and said, do you have one of these? And I said, nope. And he said, that's because you're too poor. (laughs) And uh, I was kind of in shock, and that kind of hurt me. And And when I gathered myself, said something like, uh, no, it's because I'm 20 and I don't need a toy like that. But that was a lie because I thought they were really cool and I really wanted one. <laughs> and then a few months later, I actually went out and bought one. And that kid was probably like 20% of the reason that I actually bought one was just to stick it to that And that's kid. when you found out that that kid works for Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> you're too poor. That's the, that's the new spokesperson for yeah. Best Buy. The you're too poor kid. <laughs> commission kid. off this. You should buy this. And if you don't, you're too poor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's, he said it was at church. Wow. The, you can, a, you can bring a PSP to church. Also. And B, make fun of the poor. And you could throw holy water on that kid and it would Sure. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if anybody else does have any other uh, stories of a sassy kid, why not? Why not send them to us at stoppodcastingyourself at gmail.com? Or you can call in like that gentleman from Iowa did at 206-339-8328. Scott, Mm -hmm. uh, if people want to find you online... It's uh, wrap-up time. It is wrap-up time. Unless you have more Scott. I got got more Scott. We'll we'll, we'll save it for the annex after the show. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Stop podcasting. You guys do a separate Stop Podcasting Yourself after the show. show, Yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah. good, good. good. It's the Stop Podcasting Yourself after hours. Yeah. Right. Things get a little blue. We loosen the, the bow tie. Yeah, in the spy lounge. We bring some uh, playmates. <laughs> the spy lime. Sponsored yeah. by spy lime. Brought to you by Bud Light Lime. The spy lounge. 
Um, <laughs> so if, if people want to find you online, uh, you look nice today. Yeah, you look nice today.com or uh, I guess my, my, I don't know. Yeah. Google, yep. Google Scott Simpson. See what, see what comes up. Yeah. And really it is, uh, if you haven't out there, uh, p- people who enjoy listening to the podcast, if you haven't heard uh, You Look Nice Today, it's a fantastic podcast. Yeah, it's very avant-garde. Can I mention yeah. very briefly that, uh, that the, anything that's good, as I have amply demonstrated in that show, either comes from uh, the, the humor of, of Merlin, uh, man, the other host, or one of the other hosts, or the uh, humor and... Uh, editing skills of of adam Lonely we sandwich. don't believe it not for a second yeah adam, you say it adam was was the same uh, self-effacing uh, way when yeah. he, w- he was on our show as you well. guys are so self-effacing you might as well be canadian yeah your faces are effaced <laughs> well, well they're effed <laughs> yeah <laughs> your faces are right. yourselves are uh, effaced your uh, faces are right <laughs> got it <laughs> Um, and if you out there, uh, if you haven't been, please stop by our website, stoppodcastyourself.com, and uh, there you can see the recap. Uh, every week, uh, Dave puts together a great blog that uh, details a lot of the things we talked about in the episode, and there's a forum and a chat and all sorts of great things. And furthermore, uh, this is our last episode before New Year's. Uh, you can come see us on New Year's Eve. May old acquaintance be forgot. Yeah. <laughs> F them, old acquaintances. <laughs> uh, and their faces. Uh, we uh, will be performing New Year's Eve at the Cambrian the- Hall for $15, the best value on New Year's Eve in the world. Yeah, and if you are in Vancouver and you want tickets, I have tickets uh, to to get rid of i have them in my position physical tickets how much are they Uh, how much are the tickets 15 bucks 15 smackers Uh, (laughs) too much um and yeah uh if you enjoyed the podcast please do tell your friends uh and come back in the new year for another thrilling year the 2010 year of stop podcasting yourself Hey you, you should subscribe to Stop Podcasting Yourself right now. Just go to iTunes and search for Stop Podcasting Yourself. New episodes of Stop Podcasting Yourself will be up on MaximumFun.org in the coming weeks. Seriously, one of my favorite shows. Very sweet, very charming, and fucking hilarious. So subscribe to it.